This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. You were looking good out there. You had a yeah. red hat on. I didn't have a hat on. Red suit, red tie, even red loafers. No. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Jake Kinnaman, a three for the tie. Off the backboard, it's gone! Jake Kinnaman makes it in! Off the buzzer, and we've got overtime! Everything happening in the sports world. Crawford, eight! Crawford's got a hurry! Up! Oh, no! And even some things not happening in the sports world. You're, you're the bitter end. I'm the bitter man, I guess. <laughs> not the better man, the bitter man. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in McPherson and Mr. Track and Field (laughs) in McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve. Good afternoon. The sun's out. The for, sun is in, out. For all of probably about 20 minutes, but at least it's out. Get Go out and just get a little sun therapy right now. And Steve was channeling his inner Annie yesterday afternoon. He was skipping around and singing, The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that. Well. Tomorrow. It, it didn't, and it, it did come out today. It, it did come out for a little while today. And you and I are heading down to Wichita. They're three hours behind it. State track, I don't know how much of it they'll actually get in. Uh, the forecast I was watching before I came back, Wichita's kind of in the clear until about 4 to 5 o'clock. And then they're saying some pretty good rain could come through. So I don't think they're going to get every day thing done today. So we're you're going to be like us. We're just going to have to wait and see when they schedule things and, and go from there. Now, Steve, I'm going to bring my computer down there to Wichita so that way you will be able to post anything that we need to post by the time we're about ready to leave. Sure. Let's say if things start getting ready to get a little hairy, the mm-hmm. wind and the rain keeps picking up, we've got thunderstorms and lightning, I'll let you crank out a quick story at midkansasonline.com and then we can make our way back. But we're excited today, making our way down to Wichita. We have some very promising teams with a chance to get some big points, some promising athletes that will be down there. We'll be following some of the area athletes. It's just one of those feel-good days in our job. And getting to see a ton of media people, it's just a good day to be in Wichita. Yeah, it's it's the thing that's different about state track than the other state events. Everybody in every class is there. That's right. It's the biggest. I called it the Rose Bowl, I think, uh, today on my spot. It is the Rose Bowl of, of uh, the high The granddaddy sp- of them all. It's the granddaddy of them all. And, and What does that make you? Well... I'm beyond granddaddy. I'm so old. But, uh, no, it's just uh, uh, I've, I've only missed like a couple in 40 years. Uh, state track meets, uh, you know, one year I think had state soccer. Uh, another year, I can't remember. I think we just had so few kids I, I, I didn't make the trip for whatever reason. I had a family prob, uh, conflict one time. But other than that, I've been to most of the state track meets in the last 40 years. Now, Steve, I was not a – track and field athlete, as you could have probably guessed. Neither was I. I I tried in middle school. I did win a race in middle school. Okay. The 800 meters, 
which is which is a grueling race. But I, could, I won. I couldn't run more than a hundred. I won't tell you the list of all the people that were running in that race, but I did win. Okay. The other competitors, they don't matter, but I won. Okay. That's the only race I've ever won in my life. Okay. But I did get to be around track a lot in high school. Latha East, we had a couple of great track teams while I was there. I was able to make it down and watch some friends of mine win state championships. I got to be there for, what, about two hours last year Yeah. while the rain was pouring down. I think we got to see Ellie Barrett at least do the long or the triple jump last yeah. year. I, I can't remember which one it was. And then we got to see just a couple of races before we had to come back last year, do the show, and then go cover state soccer down in North Newton. Right. And so we didn't get to spend as much time in Wichita as we would have liked, but it'll be good to get back down there again. And hopefully, since they have started this event, they got everything going about 1045 when they were supposed to at 745. So hopefully... They'll be able to make up some of that time, and by the time we get down there, maybe it's 90 minutes behind what the original schedule well, was. Oh, we sure hope so. Um, you know, I think that other than Cody Achilles, who was supposed to run, what, 7 o'clock or so? Might be a late night for, yeah, it might be for a Mr. Late, Achilles. Uh, everybody else was pretty much going to be done. In before, that 2 to 5 window. Yeah, 2 to 5 o'clock, so uh, everybody might be done around 8 o'clock if, if there's no other bad weather. Um, now, the smaller schools... One, two, and three A are going on right now, and of course, our our focus is on the Smoky Valley teams. That's right, because uh, Smoky Valley boys right now look like maybe the second best team in three A. Smoky Valley girls hoping to crack the top three. I don't know if they can win it, uh, but both Smoky Valley teams with tremendous depth, and they both also have a superstar. Timmy Lambert's going to score over thirty points himself for the Smoky boys. Bell Peters. For the uh, Viking girls, she's going to score a lot of points. So hopefully both Viking teams will be carting home a plaque. Steve, I'm going to run through all of the McPhersonite entrants real quick, and then we are going to be joined by Hayden Barber of the Wichita Eagle, who he will walk us through some of the other things that will be happening today. In the 100 hurdles on the girls' side, Emma Ruddle and Avery Howard. The 4x100 girls and boys relay teams, Autumn Allen in the long jump today, Jake Alexander and Seth Madrid in the high jump, Cody Stuffelbean on the boys' side and Katie Berg on the girls' side in the shot put. Emily Horton in the 400. Harper Smith in the 300 hurdles. Gage Shook in the 200. The girls' 4x400 team and Cody Achilles in the 3200. Did I hit them all? I think, I you think so. I think you hit them all. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Hayden Barber of the Wichita Eagle to preview what is coming up today at the State Track and Field Championships in Wichita. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. You're listening to According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell on 96.7 FM KBBE. We're back on this afternoon. It's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. We are joined this afternoon by the man who is going to be big time in charge of what is going on in Wichita this weekend, whether it's state track and field, whether it is any other state event, he is the one that is putting it in the newspaper, the Wichita Eagle, or at varsitykansas.com. He is none other than Hayden Barber. 
Hayden, my first question for you is how do you do it? My second one is how are you doing so far? Because this is a very busy, busy, busy weekend for you going on down in Wichita. <laughs> how do I do it? Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, how am I doing? Uh, definitely could be getting a little more sleep, but we're doing all right, I think, actually. <laughs> well, Hayden, I wanted to talk with you today a lot about the track and field state championships that will be going on. Steve and I are going to be making our way down there. We'll be there both today and on Saturday afternoon for a lot of the day and in the morning. But you were here on Tuesday evening for what started off as a little bit of a delayed night for Bullpup Soccer. Got to see them in their game against Valley Center. They lost 1-0, and you and I were talking a little bit after, after the game and thinking that, man, this McPherson team had a great chance to win, but just couldn't find a way to to find that final goal in the last couple of minutes, not even before that, but also allowing a goal late in that game. What were some of your takeaways from your experience here at McPherson Stadium? I think that was your first time being at this stadium for a football or soccer game. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I told you leading into that game, uh, I felt whoever whoever drew Mays was Mays in the in the state quarterfinals was probably going to get the the better end of the draw. Uh, rather than having to draw, you know, McPherson or Valley Center. Obviously, there was three teams um, that were all deserving of that number one seed, if I remember correctly, and it basically just came down to that coin flip. Um, and, man, uh, you could tell that, that those were two teams that um, that definitely deserved to be in that game. And I think the, the craziest thing is that, you know, even at that point, we still felt like, uh, you know, McPherson was probably, was probably the, the slight favorite um, just because of their goal scoring power, and uh, you know, I'll give credit to you. I, I didn't even really realize it or know it, I guess, until you tweeted it out. That was the first time they've been shut out all year. You know, first time um, in the last two just, years. I mean, that's crazy. That's just so nuts when you think of all the uh, all the great games that that team has been a part of. Um, and that's no knock to them, but more of a um, you know more of a credit to Valley Center. And I think Coach Adrian would even tell you that. Um, man it was just such a physical game and uh like coach said it, it just you know it kind of stinks that it came down to, to one moment but it did well as you look ahead to the state semifinals coming up in Emporia Steve and I were hoping to spend a little bit of time there and also a little bit of time in Wichita this weekend you will not be making the trip to Emporia because you'll be stuck at Cessna Stadium or watching state baseball at X Stadium but how do you see the Final Four playing out? Obviously, one of the games is Bishop Carroll taking on St. Thomas Aquinas. The other one, it would have been McPherson against St. James, but instead it's Valley Center against St. James. How do you feel like that bracket is going to work out, and who do you think will be the state champion? Yeah, you know, I was looking at, um, at the east side of things uh, last night whenever I got back home, uh, just trying to find a way uh, for, for a Wichita area team to – to make it into that championship game. I on, honestly, I think, uh, the role that Aquinas is on, uh, that they, they've got to be the favorite heading into this thing, especially given their brand. And, um, you know, I think they won their 23rd straight regional title this year, which is, I mean, almost sinful <laughs> when you think about it. Um, I, I would say that they're probably the favorite odds on, but, um, and that's mostly just because Wichita ha has almost never done it and they have never done it in class five. A. Um, I think it's been 18 years, if I remember right, that, that we've had girls soccer um, and, and a Wichita area school has never done it. Um, I will say I think St. James is not um, is not what Aquinas is. Uh, obviously, they're a great team if they're at, at, in this point of the uh, of the tournament. Um, 
But I think you got to look at Valley Center and think that they've got the uh, the best chance to make it to that last day. Um, and then I guess once you know, once uh, you get to that championship game, anything can really happen at that point. But again, um, kind of given everything that that Aquinas has achieved um, over the past, golly, I guess two decades or whatever it is, um, yeah, I mean they've got it. They've got to be uh, the favorite right now. Well, Hayden, as we look ahead to what we hope to be a very successful and fun weekend, and not only that, but dry and no lightning weekend at Sesta Stadium for the state track and field meet, you have well, put keep out... Ra- keep praying. Keep yeah, praying. We're, we're hoping that we will not have to be there on Sunday to make up any extra time, but you have put out a list at varsitykansas.com. You'll be able to find it in the Wichita Eagle, ranking Wichita's top 50 track and field athletes to watch coming up this weekend, and your broad spectrum here for Wichita includes some places like McPherson, like Smoky Valley High School, other schools that are within the Wichita distance. But this is a really good list. I was going through it before we were talking. I wanted to hear some of your logic for the top five on each side. So let's start with the boys. I know that you've got Deron Dudley on there as the number one at Wichita South, one of the best sprinters in the state. And I think that's why you've got him at the number one spot as an electrifying guy to see this weekend. Boy, and you, you absolutely nailed it. As far as entertainment value, um, I'm not sure that, that I've seen not even a, a track athlete, but but a high school athlete put on more of a show. Uh, the kid is just absolutely electric. You can tell he loves every second of every race. Um, man, he just has so much fun. He's a great interview. And, um, you know, as I was I was listening to um, uh, a TV show the other day and they said, you know, nobody nobody really remembers what, who, who won the, the 3,200 meters, but everybody knows who won the Olympics in the hundred, hundred meter dash. Um, and, and you know, Duran's going to be the, the favorite. He ran a 10, three, eight, and that was, that was wind assisted, but, but a 10, three, eight is absolutely smoking. Uh, that's the sixth best time of all time in Kansas. Um, and he did that at the regional meet. Um, and so I, I think he's got to be at number one, uh, but as we were talking about earlier, Tim Lambert's got to be number two. If, if Duran's number one, Tim is number two. Um, the kid is is a flash in the pan. Uh, he's got a 10-5-3-100. He's got a 22-1-200. Um, he's got the number one time in all classes in the 300-meter hurdles. Um, he's probably going to win all three of those uh, in Class 3A. Uh, you know, he's a, wa- he's a walking uh, TV show, really. Um I mean, the way that the, the, the I think the thing that that is so interesting about him is that he, he doesn't look like he would be, you know, um, this this world class sprinter, um, almost like Caleb Grill in basketball for Mays. Like he doesn't look like, uh, you know, this world class athlete. But, man, he absolutely is. Um, so I, that's that's why I went Tim Lambert, too. But um, I think the the most interesting one to me, and then I'll be quiet for a second. <laughs> I think the most interesting one to me is actually Jaleel Montgomery um, rising up to number three here in this list. Um, you know, there's a there's a photo that I put in the in the article there, uh, and it was the only one I've got of of Jaleel. And uh, this was at the the Shocker pre-state, and you can see on the right side of the photo, uh, there's another runner just in front front of him, and that's actually the guy who comes in at number five, Tejon Crow. Um, these two guys were absolutely lighting it up at the regional meet, uh, especially in the 100, 110 hurdles. Uh, Jaleel lost to, to Tejan at, at pre-state um, and then got him back at the regional meet running at 14.08. Uh, uh, he, he finished first, and that's the first among all 6A qualifiers. 
Um, that's, that's number one in all classes and that's number 19 all time in Kansas. Um, the kid ha- has, has come out of his shell and he, he's running great. Um, obviously, you know, Tejon Crow was, was probably the talk of the town. Um, you know, if you look at probably a month and a half ago, but, but man, you, you got to put, uh, Jaleel right up there now. And then you've got some some big boys, some big dudes that are also in this top ten. Matthew Everett, who is out of Winfield. We've seen him in basketball. He didn't play this past year, but we've seen him before. He's thrown a 192-6 in the discus. I believe he's going to Memphis. You've got another guy in there that is one of the biggest dudes in the state, Marcus Hicks. He's at the 5A level. We saw him with the regional last week for McPherson. You've got Quentin Hicks out of campus, another big dude. You've got Demarius Peterson out of Newton. You've got Mason Fairchild in there. Your top 10 is full of a lot of big, big dudes, and I, I really like this list that you've put together because it kind of puts it all into perspective, but how do you think you stack up against some of those big guys I just named? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, very poorly uh, would be the short answer. Uh, <laughs> the, the long answer might have a few expletives thrown in the middle there (laughs) um man i was actually i'll I'll comment on this real quick i was talking to to quentin hicks uh from campus he's senior from campus the other day at the regional um i was doing a story on him and and marcus um who aren't necessarily related they got the same last name but uh they consider themselves brothers but i was talking to quentin the other day and he goes man i better be all metro and i said well (laughs) i'm not sure exactly like how guaranteed of a thing that is, right? I mean, you look at you look at Demarius Peterson out of Newton. Uh, he's got uh, the number three shot put throw in all classes, number one in class five A. Uh, you know, he's going to be the favorite to win five A state title in shot put. Um, and then you got Marcus um, or or, um, or the kid out of Capen, uh, Jacob Schmitz, who's the defending five A discus thrower. Uh, both those guys have tosses over one seventy. Um, you know, Matt Everett, it doesn't technically qualify for all Metro. That's why I didn't mention him, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's pure Kansas kids, right? (laughs) I mean, uh, let me, let me see here. You've got number six, seven, eight, 10, 11, 12. (laughs) That's, uh, that's Kansas in a nutshell. All those guys are throwers. (laughs) Well, Hayden, let's turn things over to the girls side. I know that your top 10 here features a lot of different sprinters, a lot of hurdlers. There's, I know one girl at the top here that you've got, Kendall Nordis and a Bishop Carroll, who could rack up some big-time points for the Golden Eagles. She does the hurdles as well as some some middle-distance events. But what about your top 10 and, and one that I know that we all know about, your number five on this list? Right, yeah, Emma Ruddle out of, out of McPherson for you guys. Like, man, the, the girl, I, I know that she's committed to go play basketball, and you know she's, she's a real good player. Uh, but I, I think Fort Hayes is going to be, uh, trying to recruit her over to the track, at least for a little while, um, based on her times here. She's got the number 10 time in the hundred in all classes. She's got the number one time in the hundred meter hurdles in all classes. Um, I mean, golly, the girl, the girl's going to be, um, you know, potentially a two time state champion this year to go along with all her titles that she's won in the past, um, and at least competed for in the past. Um, man. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's a, a complete athlete. There's no doubt about it. Um, definitely one of the more entertaining uh, girls to watch in the Wichita area. Um, you mentioned uh, Kendall Nordis at the top. You know, Bishop Carroll finished sixth at state last year, but they weren't too far off of a state title. Um, you know, I think they're going to, I honestly, I think uh, it's going to kind of be a runaway show here for, for the Carroll girls. And I think, um, you know, even without Kendall, they could probably really contend, but with her, 
Um, I think it's kind of a blow away. She's she's potentially going to be a I guess a four time uh, state champion uh, come state time uh, on on Saturday. So going to be uh, it's going to be hard to top that. Um, one girl I will hit on quickly, uh, just because I know she's at least a little bit close to McPherson is Grace Thompson out of Sedgwick. Um, one of the more interesting stories uh, in all of Kansas track, the girl has the number three time in class 2A in the 100 meters. She's got the number one mark in discus in class 2A, and she's got the number one mark in shot put in class 2A. What kind of combination is that? That's amazing. <laughs> the 100 meters, the discus, and the shot put. <laughs> the power and speed there. Well, Hayden, I know that you're excited about the rest of this weekend, and we're hoping that the weather will stay good. Tell these people again where they can follow along with you, whether it's at Varsity Kansas, whether it's your social media platforms. Give them one last refresher on where to get all the updates from State Track and Field this weekend and everything else going on in the state. Yeah, of course. You, uh, If you just type in uh, varsitykansas.com in the top left-hand side, um, I believe on mobile it's an hourglass. I believe on, on your desktop uh, you got to make one more click, but you just type in whatever you're looking for in the top left-hand corner, whether that be McPherson, Smoky Valley, Mountain Ridge, Inman, whatever you like. Um, we've, we've got it all, or at least I tried to. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, if you're more a uh, social media fiend, uh, and, and want to subject yourself to my tweets, you can follow along at, at HK underscore Barber. I don't 100% recommend it, but if you really, really need some <laughs> updates, then I guess you can follow Hayden there. Well, we appreciate the time today, Hayden, and let's hope everybody stays dry. Let's hope the weather stays away, and let's hope we don't have to hang out on Sunday in Wichita. Oh, that would oh, that would be so bad. Let's Let's hope. <laughs> That is Hayden Barber of the Wichita Eagle here on According to Jim. We'll take our final break. Be back after this. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up this week of According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve Sell, it's time for our Friday trivia. We enjoyed having Hayden Barber, the Wichita Eagle, on, though. He does a great job. We'll be bumping into him here in about an hour and a half. Yeah, and he's got an impossible job. He's basically a one-man band trying to cover the entire state. They used to have two prep writers, and now he basically does it all himself. Well, he's the man. All right, Steve, are you ready for some Friday trivia? I'm ready. You feel good? Uh, I don't feel good. We've actually done pretty well the last few weeks. Would you like to receive or give? I'll give. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, the 2008 KU National Championship basketball team. Ooh, you're starting off with a theme that might carry over again. Basically relied on seven players. Name five of them. Well, let's start off with Brandon Rush. Okay. (laughs) Steve's going down to mark it on his his pen. Yeah. So we've got Brandon Rush. Right. We've got Mario Chalmers. Okay. How about Darnell Jackson? Okay. Am I doing all right You're so three far? three for three. Okay, here's where it gets a little interesting. Skinny guy from New York, Robinson. Correct. What, uh, what's Rus- his, what's his, Russell, Russell Robinson. Right. You only need one more. I only need one more. The redheaded guy didn't play that much. Oh, let's go with Sasha Khan. Sasha Khan. Oh, is that pretty good? That's pretty good. 
You meant, and, and I didn't even follow that team. That the only close. the only two you don't have is Darrell Arthur, okay, Shady, and Sharon Collins. Oh, I forgot about Sharon. He was a freshman, I believe, that year. All right, so I did pretty good. Real good. Let's stick with the same topic. I have another question for you okay. that's similar to that. So KU famously has only had eight basketball coaches in the history of KU basketball, which goes back probably about 130 years. Right. I want to see if you can walk me back through it, and we'll see how far you can go. So, current coach right now. Bill Self. Pretty easy. So, he's from now until 2003. Roy Williams. Roy Williams, 88 to 03. Larry Brown. 83 to 88. Ted Owens. Ted Owens, 64 to 83. Now, here's where I figured you might start to forget a few. Dick Harp. Dick Harp, right before Ted Owens, 56 to 64. Fog. Fog Allen, from 1919 until 1956. Now, there's a little trick in here, and I don't know if you'll catch it. Now, who was the coach right before Fog Allen? James Naismith. No, there's one more. Okay, that I don't know, but James Naismith was the first. How about William O. Hamilton? I would have never had a clue. 1909 until 1919. Do you know who the coach was in between him and James Naismith? I don't know. Fog Allen. He actually had two stints oh, okay. as the KU head coach. Oh, okay. Okay, I did not know that. 1907 to 1909, and then Dr. James Naismith, 1898 to 1907. You did pretty good. I'll give you okay. credit. All right, I'm ready. Um, can you name at least six Ooh. of the top ten all-time career rushing leaders for the Chiefs? Well, let's go with Jamal Charles. Okay. Uh, I don't feel confident about this one, but he could be in there. How about Priest Holmes? He was number two. Okay. I figured he would be close. Did okay. I get number one? Yeah, Jamal. So I went Jamal. I went, what was Priest, the last Priest one I said? Holmes. Priest Holmes. Is Larry Johnson in that mix, or did he not play it long enough? Number three. Let's go with Nigerian Nightmare. He's Christian Okoye. You're doing pretty good. Marcus Allen, did he play long enough? Yeah. He's about number seven. You only need one more. I'm trying to think of more recent people. Is it recent or, or long, long time Most ago? Most of them are in... Or a long time ago. Who got 56 toss power trap? That's him. Mike Garrett. Yeah. He, he was one of them. I wouldn't have known his name, but that, that was all right. You're missing Ed Podolak. Okay. Abner Haynes. Okay. Curtis McClinton, the former KU I might have guessed him. And you'd never gotten Herman Hurd, so. No, I would not have. I would have never got Herman So we're both doing pretty well here. Okay. Now, here's your second one. We're going down a state track today. Jackie Stiles. Jackie. Of Claflin. She famously won 14 state golds out of a possible 16, and the other two, she had a silver medal. I want you to name the events that Jackie Stiles won a state championship in individually. 3,200. She won four 3,200. 1,600. She won four 1,600s. 800. She won four 800. So you've got 12 of the 14. Now she got one in each of these next two. Four by eight relay. No. 400. The 400, she won one. Okay. This other event is a field event. Um, high jump. Triple jump. Triple jump. Okay. So you got 13 out of the 14. Okay. That was pretty good. Okay. We've got just enough time if we hurry for one more each. Okay, I'm staying on the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey set the single-season Chiefs record with 103 catches this past season. Okay. Whose record did he top? Tony G? Tony G. Hey, that was pretty good. Two. Yeah. All right, this one's quick for you. Okay. So they announced the All-NBA teams yesterday. Okay. Steve, did you follow? I didn't. Well, LeBron James was not on the All-NBA first team okay. for the first time since 2007. Okay. 
Can you name me three guys who were on the All-NBA first team in 2007? In 2007? 2007. Who beat him out that year. Two of these, three of these, you should, uh, you know who all these people Kobe. are. Kobe. Um, Think about another dynasty that KG. was very good. No, not Kevin Durant. He was no, not on KG. the second. No, KG. Carnett. No, not him either. Not Kevin Garnett? No. Okay. Um, another really important dynasty. The best player on that team. That's too late for Bird. Um, Paul Pierce. No. Another very important dynasty. A team David that won Robinson. several times. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan. Okay. Now, this one is just about to retire. I think he's the only one of this list still in the league. Dwayne Wade. No, he just retired. Big guy. Uh, big guy. Just retired. Big guy that shoots. Big guy that shoots. I don't know. He might be European. Uh, Dirk. Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. The other two, Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire. Okay, I would have never got Amari So that's the last time that he was not on the All-NBA first team. Pretty impressive, huh? Pretty impressive. All right, Steve, we're running out of time here today, but we're excited for the track and field championships in Wichita. You and I will be heading down there soon. We will try to have as much posted at midkansasonline.com. Also on social media, I know that you'll be popping out your phone. You'll be tweeting. You'll be Facebooking. Uh, I don't, I don't twit, tweet Twitter, whatever it's called. I don't do that. Tweet, tweet. I don't do that. I don't do that. That's just, what you'll be doing. Just pray for sunshine. That's what we're hoping for. Other than that, anything you got going on this weekend? Probably not a lot of golf. Well, doesn't look like it. That's for sure. And my golf game really suffering. I cleaned my clubs. At least they're clean. You just had to go out and play, and they'd probably get clean. I, play, I played nine holes uh, yesterday, and that's like the first time in a week I'd played. I tried to play in the Turkey Creek men's night last night. I played one hole, piped to drive right down the middle. I was in the fairway, ended up making a nice putt for par. There you go. Then I hit my drive in play on hole number four. I was feeling good. And then you heard the... Yep, that was it. The lightning was in the area. Got to hang out for a while, though. Yeah, there you go. That's as good as it gets. Oh, yeah, a bunch of people. Brought, got, got like 90 guys playing. There were a ton, and there were about 90 guys that were very disappointed that they had to go home too early, just like me. Okay. All right, Steve, enjoy your weekend. We should be back here on Memorial Day, Monday. You got anything going on? You want to do a show? Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard if there's a big game on Monday. Well, then we'll have to find out. If not, we can tape it early. Okay. We'll see what happens. I'm sure All I'll right. see you on Monday. Okay. Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you maybe on Monday. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.